I feel small. I tell my boyfriend as I try to breathe in the vastness of the universe. My appreciation of nature's aesthetics is quickly replaced by the crushing weight of thinking about how insignificant I am in the grand scheme of things. In this episode, I'm going to try to define a common sentiment, loneliness. I came across a review of Olivia Lang's book, The Lonely City, and was reminded of how the media has portrayed the artist's life to be very lonely, sad. How many artists' lives are portrayed as solitary to the end? We hear about authors and artists with manic depression. Depression, commonly associated with loneliness. And then let's not forget that one in five who have major depression will attempt suicide. With all these links, how can being alone not have a stigma? We must be careful to not group solitude, loneliness, and depression into one category because they're not the same. I was a middle school teacher with over a hundred students. Now, I mainly work behind a computer and certainly am in my own head most of the time. While writing and podcasting has been very solitary compared to what I've been doing formerly, the degree of loneliness isn't anywhere close to what I felt growing up. I think many of us can relate to having friends who are there out of convenience rather than by choice. She was your friend because she was assigned to sit next to you. He was your bro because the teacher paired you two up as field trip buddies. You were friends because somebody else chose for you. And then with family, nobody picked anybody. And for most people, it's going to continue that way for the rest of their lives. I have never fit in very well with my family. I couldn't relate to the woman on having a keen eye for fashion. Keeping up with appearances had always felt more like a chore than an adventure. I was always too upfront about how I felt and got scolded for being too honest about my feelings. Olivia Lang is the author of The Lonely City, where she investigates what it means to be alone. In an interview, she says that homogenous places can be extremely isolating, particularly if you feel like you don't belong. Why do people enjoy photography, baking, DJing, and writing? Why is it so exhilarating? What part of the process of capturing a moment and selecting the perfect filter for a post on Instagram gives us that high? How can we not want to express ourselves in a world of over 7 billion people? I write and podcast because I was constantly in situations where I was losing my voice. I was losing my voice in the home I grew up in. I was losing my voice in the education system. My most recent battle was teaching at a middle school when my students needed me left and right. If it wasn't showing a student how to say add in English, it was how to add fractions or how to help a student who could only speak Arabic start a conversation with someone who could only speak Mandarin. While I tried my best to cater to the needs of my students, the increasing demand for my attention in a space where my concerns were, weren't always taken as seriously as I wish they had began to take a toll on my health. After spending too long in places where I was unheard, I finally said, screw it, I need some me time. According to a study from OpenTable, reservations for one have increased 62% over the past two years. Additionally, last year's Visa Global Travel Intention Study concluded that of 13,600 travelers who were surveyed, 24% traveled alone, compared to just 15% in 2013. Hooray for the decreasing stigma of being alone. If you see me eating by myself, don't mistake in solitude for loneliness. Unless I was stood up, which you would know because I'd make a fuss about it. I'm not encouraging a life of isolation because every now and then I have people withdrawals. 
I also think it's important to diversify my perspectives by interacting with others. However, I do support wanting to be alone and distinguishing that from a longing for closeness and contact. I don't doubt that a lot of artists depend on alone time to get shit done. Sure, maybe being in an orchestra when I was younger, I needed to listen to other sections other than my own. Did I spend hours practicing by myself before sounding presentable enough to practice with an orchestra? Did I write and edit like a madwoman behind closed doors? You bet I did. Tapping into creativity is tapping into who I am, what I stand for, and sometimes it takes being by myself to hear myself think. What are the odds of our presence? There's an interesting infographic on Visually that lays out how Elliot Binizer attempted to measure the probability of our existence through a formula that includes factors like chances that your lineage remained unbroken in meeting of the right sperm and egg. His findings? The chance of human existence is close to zero. Look at the mission statement of the company you work for. Surround yourself with people who would support your dreams. Be okay with wanting to get away from all the noise. I feel small, I tell my boyfriend as I try to make out the stars among the planes. I'm Ivana, and I'll be back soon with more adventures from A Writer's Journey. Right. So, I realized that I haven't been awesome at telling you how to support me, which I really should be doing at the end of every episode. The transcript for this episode is available on my website. Website is ivanahee.com where you can subscribe to a monthly emailing list and check out my blog. If you want some more frequent updates, go ahead and like my Facebook fan page. Type in A Writer's Journey. Thank you again for listening.